0: ever <laughs> got um look at this i got the postman's just arrived i'm always very still as excited when the postman arrives you've got a postcard look oh yeah i no that wasn't what i was going to read are you interested um we're enjoying a sunny break in the isle of wight looking forward to visiting all the places um, that we know so well from uh, lots of love, grandma and grandad That's for oh, Jack and Thomas. Yeah, that's that wasn't the bit I meant, though. No, but a postcard. Isle of White steam railway. Yeah, My know. Thomas trains. loves steam trains. <laughs> Absolutely loves them. No, that wasn't the bit. It was this bit. Hold on. I'd be awful at unboxings. You'd be rubbish at opening in a cake. At, look. look at this. Hold on. I'll have to cut it with uh, you know how YouTubers have really um, cool hunting knives and things when they mm. sort of cut into things mm. I've got kitchen scissors there we go look at this you love books yeah sean tucker's collection one and collection oh, two
1: Oh, look at that
0: can i just add that i bought these he didn't give these to me free of charge no i um i think it's important sometimes that you invest in uh,
1: yeah i absolutely agree people.
0: so look collection one and collection two smell it quick oh. <laughs> do you think collection two smells any different Slightly more fruity overtone. Oh, yeah. Let me have a quick look. Quick, quick. I love it. There we go. I love the design, the cover. It's very simple, isn't it? Yeah. Now, uh, for those thinking, what, what, what books he talking about? Sean Tucker was a guest on the um, was a guest couple of weeks ago um, of the podcast. And uh, he uh, he was talking about well his his YouTube channel which has absolutely blown up overnight, hasn't it? And um, I say overnight, now he's been working on it many many years, but but suddenly it just went mad, didn't it?
1: Look at this, the very last page. It's not a picture, it's words. This is so this is just so Sean talk. I'm not yeah. sure if this is his quote, by the way, but it says, "I'm not done. I'm better than I was yesterday, and I will be better again tomorrow. The trick is just to keep moving, however slowly, in one direction towards my goal, one step after another. There oh. is no substitute for time." Time. Ain't that the truth? That is. Brilliant. If there
0: isn't another name underneath, because he always credits those he yeah, quotes... Well, that's why I assume it's his. Yep. I would say that is... Sean Tucker original.
1: Uh,
0: well done, Sean. Oh, I'm, I'm so pleased to have those those yeah. books. Oh, one of them slightly damaged. Um, uh, I know that because send uh, it back. No, no, no. Send it back. No, the reason for that. I love well. You know me. I like damaged things anyway. Uh, the reason this is collection one because collection one is completely sold out. Uh, oh, he obviously. said I might have one somewhere. So so I said, Send it. Yeah. Don't worry about what it looks like. The Fuji Cast. Hello, um, welcome to episode fourteen. Last week we gave you the wrong episode number. We said twelve when it was actually thirteen. But that might have been because some people have a very strange relationship with the number thirteen. I don't know, do you? Are you superstitious about things like that? No, only Velcro. Only Velcro. Mm-hmm.
1: Is it is it true that some airlines don't have a row thirteen? Yeah, I think I've read that. Yeah. And and also I think like the Japanese don't like the number five on Asian countries generally don't like the number 5 or something. Oh, I didn't know that. I think or is it 7?
0: No, 7 is a lucky number, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Lucky 7, that's why know. quite a lot of Formula 1 drivers love
1: the number 7. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo, number he 7, number 7. Eric, Cantona, David Beckham, number seven. number 7, number 7. There we go. Anyway, welcome to the Fruture Robbie cast. Savage. Robbie Savage was number 7. Was he? Yeah. I didn't know that I have the shirt Robbie Savage wore When Wales played Italy I have it The actual shirt Signed with a letter from him No way Yeah Well Albie has it on his wall now That's pretty cool Mm, Robbie Savage Cast episode 14 Um,
0: And um, this week is a very very special one Um, Well they're all special But this week is more special Than the usual special Because uh, this week we welcome Ralu Chase to the studio Hello Ralu
2: Hello.
0: Now, Ralu um, won a competition a couple of weeks back to uh, to be here to ask questions. Any questions you like? Now, the, these questions don't necessarily have to be questions um, that, that are, you know, to myself and Kev, because otherwise that might seem like a self-indulgent hour rather than a self-indulgent minute. Because I'm hoping that we'll be able to sort of expand on these questions and things like that. With well, that, that's the idea. But fir- first of all, Ralu, it might be interesting. Um, let's let's find out a little bit more about. About your business, because um, you know those that listen to this podcast all have their own. Well, many have their own photographic businesses. Yours, you 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 have you wear several hats, don't you, on your website? So you do um,
2: a couple right now. You, well, two or three maximum. Two,
0: I, I would say more than that. I mean, you've, you've got weddings,
2: documentary families. That's it. And uh, day um, in the branding. life, day in the life. Yeah, Day in the Life. I kind of usually put that on the documentary though, wouldn't you put uh-huh. that on yeah. the yeah, documenting families, the yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Your work is absolutely superb. Thank you. I absolutely you're, love you're it. You're very kind. No, no, I'm I'm very genuine. <laughs> well, and, and, and <laughs> Thank well, you. and we we will put the the website link so that you yep. can go and look at Ralus. Yep. Um, and Instagram and all and that, that good stuff. That. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Do you, do you utilize Instagram? I haven't I must admit I've not looked at your Instagram. That's terrible, isn't it?
2: Um, no, it's fine. Instagram, it's, it's kind of new to me. I've, even though I've, I've been doing photography for a very long time, I've actually only started on Instagram late last year. So it's new.
0: So you're 14 years, aren't you, in, as a photographer?
2: Yeah, over 14 years, yeah, yeah, yeah. close to 16, yeah.
0: But there was a bit of a break at some stage, wasn't there?
2: Yes, there was a break about, um, well, I have five kids. So my number four, when he was born um, about four years ago, He was when he was about two and a half months, he ended up in intensive care in the hospital for about in a coma, actually in an induced coma for two weeks Uh and then another two weeks. So he was in the hospital for about a month. But after that, there was a lot of appointments, a lot of craziness that followed all his condition Uh and things like that. So um, and then a year later, I got some health problems. So the past four years have been like my biggest break, I would say taking kind of kind of had to mm. uh, when your kid is unwell you you mm. have to prioritize you have yeah. to put yeah. them first so i kind of slowed down didn't ever really stopped but didn't i uh, wasn't full time for the past four years
0: but you're back back in it now aren't you
2: i am finally back yeah. to yes it. yes
0: you come from back in the chase. Back in the chase. Back in the oh, do you see what he did there? Kaboom. I know. Does a lot of that sort of stuff. I almost
2: did that with my name too. <laughs> do my you? All business right. name. But I'm happy I didn't. Yeah. I called it. I almost called it Chase Roller.
0: Don't, don't encourage him. <laughs> don't encourage him. No. <laughs> Mr. Branding Expert. <laughs> you come originally from Romania, is that right?
2: Yes, okay. I was born and raised in Romania. Left uh, when I was about twenty. Lived in America for about eight years
0: that that explains the twang on the accent doesn't it yeah what um, part of america
2: boston we're near boston boston yeah nice
0: no, yeah. that's a lovely part of america Actually, i love it yeah. it's great if they don't have ticks do you, miss it? Tics, do you if, miss it
2: no because they have ticks but in, oh. no. <laughs> yeah it's weird um i no, i do i do miss it there are parts of um america that i miss and mm. that was that was beautiful and what i missed from there was um they had because we're in kind of in a mountain area. Mm. And there are a lot of trails that you can take your kids on. Oh, wow. Which I miss here. There's I don't find here hiking trails. Oh, those like, trails no. would have run yeah. for
0: miles, wouldn't they? Yeah. Mm. yeah.
2: And they're like hiking. Like you're actually going up a mountain. Not high enough so that your kid won't do it. Yeah. Like I took my four-year-old, my five-year-old on. It was lovely. Yeah, that oh, was yeah. beautiful. Beautiful area of the States. Did you go back visit? Um... Last year was the first time that I've been there in about eight years.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I went, because I still have a lot of clients there.
0: Oh, do you? Right, okay. So you, yeah. you were, yeah, okay.
2: So I went last year to do a few shoots there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some, um, so
1: there's a reason to go back. Yeah, always, yeah. 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 Fantastic. So Romania to Boston to Clapton.
2: No, to Surrey first. Surrey
1: first. Why
2: yeah. We're in Carshalton for about... Oh, my word, I don't know. Three years, three and a half
1: years. And they're Clacton. No. Or uh, near Clacton. Near Clacton. Right,
2: yes. right near Clacton. Your husband
0: sense. said you were about five five minutes from the coast, which to me sounds idyllic. Hmm.
2: Five minute walk.
0: Five minute walk. Oh, wow. Yeah, from the better. beach. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's
2: lovely. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. absolutely lovely. Well,
0: if you can't be inspired by that, you can't be inspired by anything, can you? Yeah,
2: it's true, it's true.
0: Clacton, Boston, Clacton, Boston, I don't know. Long trails, Clacton, mm-hmm. beach. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yeah, they're, they're a close relative. <laughs> um, well, you're very welcome. It's 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 lovely to have you here. And I know. And what what, what we're doing with this week's episode is very very different to what we've uh, what we've been doing of late, in that there's there's no sort of s- central break if you like for a, for a guest because we've got our guest here, um, and we're just going to pile through a load of questions, and uh, and hopefully we'll we'll sort of encourage some sort of open debate between the three of us as well. Um, and one of the things that I um, wasn't expecting this necessarily, but, but um, one of the really interesting conversations we were having before we went live this morning was um, we were talking about the difficulties of being um, a female photographer um, yeah. and, and the, the obvious logistics of that, um, such as when you know, you've had five children and during that time you've been running a successful photography business. Yeah. Um, sometimes yes. busier than other times, granted, but, but you've still been doing it. Yeah. There were times when you had to nurse your children at weddings. Yep. Um, had to say that's 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 a tough way to work, isn't it?
2: Um, it is. I I've actually been really lucky to have really good brides and grooms. Yeah.
1: For, yeah, during
2: sure. that time, so they were all very understanding. I quite often I would end up in their um, suite nursing yeah. my kid while they were at the <laughs> wedding and stuff, wow. so we, they've been really nice but you, you kind of have to do it because um, um, also at that time I was in Romania so Romanian weddings are really long, they're not like British weddings where you might think, okay I'll sorry, bring a pump and go yeah. pump somewhere sure. and yeah, yeah. leave milk at home Yeah, Romanian weddings can go for 20 hours So Sorry,
1: 20 hours?
2: Yeah, sometimes they start from oh, 8 oh, in the morning and finish at like 5 or 6 the oh, next oh, morning word.
1: I think I actually think that we. I actually think that we are in the UK. We we seem to have the shortest type weddings. When when I remember speaking to Facundo in Argentina, he was like w- eight hours. He couldn't believe that. He was like, "What? That's surely that's just for bridal prep." And you know, <laughs> and he, also in South America, you know, and in Spain, I know, and. Um, Belgium as well Bert Stefani when he photographs weddings mm-hmm. there they're, they're kind of 16, 18, 20 hour days I
2: think it's you in America
1: yeah maybe in America also America then yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Sure when I worked
2: there they were short weddings
1: they were short, yeah. Wedding. short weddings so yeah
2: by 10 year home how do you
0: cope with that by Riley 10. how do you cope with the, you know you've, you've you've been on the go for like six, 16 hours and you're thinking oh will this ever end
2: oh I don't know you kind of get used to it you really get used to it You um, you drink water even though I didn't I'd be Which drinking wine. Bad, yeah, no, you can't drink wine. You do get offered a lot of liquor in Romania. Um, you just get on with it, I guess. There's so much happening, though. It's not. Uh, there's rarely a boring moment, rarely a boring moment, because there's so many traditions, like uh-huh. from getting ready, uh-huh. the bride, it, like they pick up the bride with this big band, and it's like crazy, all kinds of things that they do. No,
1: I would imagine. I would imagine in Romania, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, that the weddings are all um, church weddings, religious type weddings. Like over here, I would say probably only a third of the weddings (coughs) I photograph are actually in a church. Do you think it's as low as that now? Yeah, I think so. Um, But presumably in Romania... I would say
2: about 90, 90, 98% of what I photographed were Orthodox weddings. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Orthodox. Orthodox or... I guess Evangelicals would be the other one, which are shorter.
1: Okay, so, but the ceremonies presumably are relatively long. I mean, the registry office uh, ceremonies here, or the uh, the wedding I did a couple of weeks ago, the ceremony was eight minutes.
2: Well, see, in Romania you have two ceremonies. You have the civil ceremony that happens the same day, or... A week before, or okay. whatever happens, the legal then, part. Yeah, the yep. legal part, which is literally you go and sign the paper, and somebody mm. talks for five minutes. Nobody knows what they say, mm-hmm. but they talk. They say some things for five minutes. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's the short civil ceremony, um, which is why actually I think that plays a big role in why weddings are so long. Because a lot of people prefer to do the civil ceremony the morning of the wedding. Okay. So then you have to do, um, bride, prep which is not an actual bribe at that point because she wears a different dress. Yeah. But she still prepares. Then she has to go home and change in her wedding dress, change hair, change makeup, change yeah. everything. And then you go to the actual um, church wedding. Yeah. And then you go to the restaurant from there.
0: Are Romanian weddings big, big lavish affairs? Do they do they spend lots of money on them? What's the kind of financial way that, that people in Romania look at weddings?
2: Oh, if you ever get married you should definitely do it in Romania but I know you're both married but if you do it again do it in yeah. Romania because um, well I
0: always threaten Sam that it, you know it's always a practice run
2: yeah well, we, there we, you go <laughs> we
1: got we got four we got four weddings between us <laughs> but no funeral
0: <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. there you go
2: um the way Romanian weddings yes they they tend to be big uh, and people who would hire me it would be a huge wedding usually because my prices were never. Romanian prices.
0: Um,
2: But um, the best thing about a Romanian wedding is that part of the tradition is that guests have to pay for the menu and bring bring a little extra Uh that you're left over with. Uh So most bride and grooms are left with everything paid and some extra.
0: So did they bring their own food as well? Did you? No, you no. bring
2: up. You bring an envelope.
0: An envelope of money. With oh, I it. Yeah. it
2: used to be in. The oh, for a
0: minute, I was thinking. You know, I don't, I'm not sure any wedding would want me to bring the morning scrambled egg with me. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no,
2: mm-hmm. no. No, there's like five menus, five different. Oh my word! D- it's crazy. It's yeah. absolutely crazy. Yeah. Not always five, but you definitely have three or four different um, dishes at a wedding. But no, at the end, you before you leave, you have to put money in an envelope and yeah. leave it to bride and groom. Yeah. There used to be a tradition in the countryside mostly where they would have um, the gut parents would actually shout out how much everybody brought. Ooh. Do oh. we encourage you to?
0: It's like,
2: this person brought this much. It becomes
0: very competitive, it's it like does. an auction. I know.
2: It's, it's kind of sad when you can't afford to bring a lot, yeah, it's yeah. really yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. But yeah, but that, that has not happened yet they at didn't. a wedding that no. I photographed. No. But that, was, that used to be a countryside type of thing.
1: Yeah. Mm. Fascinating! I love the idea of, of different. Well, the Greeks do it, don't they? Um, and they... they have the money belts. Um, yeah, the Turkish weddings the are Turkish the same. Well, they they yeah.
0: pin money to the the bride. Yeah, that sounds like uh, yeah, both of them. Painful, I think doesn't it? it? Yeah, big fifty pound notes. Hmm. Well, and that becomes a competition as well because the last one I I was um, photographing a Turkish wedding, then um, you could see in the eyes of some of the some of the men folk in particular, they were like. Oh, I'm not having you beat the amount that I've just pinned there, wow. and it was becoming obscene. I thought I might stand in the way and take a
1: shot for her. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. yeah. Well, I've learned one thing: that if I get married again, then I'm going to get married either in Romania, yeah, or Turkey, or, or, or Turkey, or, or, or maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay,
0: so we've got some. Qu- you've, you've got some questions. Let's launch and see where the debate goes.
2: Okay, so most of my questions that I have, for are Kevin. The- no <laughs> They're actually for both of you right. But I kind of divided them in wedding business and camera So okay. All right. do you want to pick cool. a category As we go um, So we could, um, I was thinking to start with Something a bit funny I guess okay. So what was your worst wedding experience What mm. was the worst thing that happened to you At a wedding And how did you deal with it
0: I always think when somebody asks that question for Kevin It's I see
1: dead people <laughs> Has Isn't it this
2: has this been asked before then? <laughs> no.
1: no, no, oh, but we've talked about this. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, I All did right. um yeah, I did have a um uh, an old lady drop dead right in front of me.
2: Oh I've heard that story, so yeah. did ask that. I
1: may have said about it at TPS. Maybe oh, I don't okay. know. But yes, yeah, so um I won't dwell on it, but yeah, an old lady dropped dead yeah. right in front of me, um, sadly. And uh she didn't recover from being dead. That was it that was it, it was that's hard. that's my worst wedding experience well four weddings and a funeral then yeah yeah. yeah. bless her I mean she was ancient so she you know, no but that doesn't make any better no it doesn't yeah. make it better but she you know she was you know she, she had a nice day <laughs> yes.
2: did she get a shot of it <laughs> that's,
1: that's completely inappropriate <laughs>
0: <What>? <laughs> but she had a nice day
1: <laughs> yeah but how many people can say that on their death day they had a nice day yeah that's true you know yeah yeah and she had a nice dress on
0: <laughs> <laughs> she was literally wasn't she the one that was smoking um the fag and having a beer or something yeah. that's the way she died wasn't yeah, it yeah that's what yeah. i mean she enjoyed yeah. herself yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and man why not you know yeah. she was in well into her i would well perhaps even 90s but certainly yeah. 80s yeah yeah uh, it was unfortunate it's but a pretty, pretty ropey you know. experience were yeah. you okay well, um she obviously wasn't, but were you? Okay. I was I was a bit shaky. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, to be totally honest with you, I've I um I've given um CPR to three people now. At weddings? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't
2: go to with Kevin. To uh, uh, oh, no to
1: a don't. wedding. Yeah, still welcome. I can tell you right now that I'm not very good at CPR. <laughs> right. <laughs> because neither of them uh survived came out the other side yeah so yeah. this is turning oh, no. into a really yes. cheery yes. episode yeah isn't it just right. yeah yeah
2: yeah yeah <laughs> you're welcome
1: uh, and um uh yeah so yeah anyway she died and mm. then that was it and so that was the worst thing um uh, what about you the oh, worst thing i've ever done really is see a cake Go down,
0: really. That, that's that's. I mean, that doesn't compare to your worst yeah. thing, really. But it was a funny. I've got the I've got the picture of it. Um, I know the picture. Yeah, you know the. Um, it, it was um, a croque en bouche. You know the French cakes, a croque en Yeah, yeah. Um, There's kind of pyramid of uh, of uh, small um, pastries, aren't they? Small. Uh, what are they called? Profiteroles. That's it. And this one was a caramel one. Really nice. Yeah. And um, it was an American bride, English groom. And they had lots and lots of European flavoured things. And so they had a German this and a Spanish that, and there's a French cake. And, um, and she said to me, she said, Neil, um, how do we cut a croque en bouche? And I said, leave it to me. I've been to a few French weddings and uh, what the french like to do they like to lop things off with mm-hmm. with um with swords no, they <laughs> keep moving at a french wedding because sooner or later that swords are going to come your direction and so they they like to take the tops off um of uh, champagne we, yeah queens and kings that's true guillotine you yeah. you're right but i don't believe they take those to weddings anymore <laughs> and um yeah she took the top off this this wedding cake and the whole cake went because the cake topping was glued to a piece of dowling. That went through the whole cake oh. and was glued to the underside, and the whole thing fell on the floor. And I, I just said, I'm sorry, so sorry, Simon, Emma. I remember the names. Um, so you
2: suggested the.
0: It was my fault. And uh, the groom looked at me and he said, Don't worry, just tell me you got the shot. I said, <laughs> got the shot. You're oh. okay. And then the rest of the night, everybody kept offering me bits of wedding cake. <laughs> mm. That's- Very funny. Yeah, I've heard that one before.
2: That's funny. How yeah. about
0: you? Radu, anything? Have well, you had something happen? I mean, Romanian weddings sound like you've got.
2: Oh, uh, wow! Well, you
0: know, in um, eighteen hours, there's a lot of things that could go wrong.
2: <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, there have been a lot of things happening. Um, my worst experience is—I don't know if I should mention my worst one. Actually, um, <laughs> have a go,
0: and we'll edit edit it out if it's if it's worse than his death one.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, if you edit, if, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So I was. Just a, don't say names. No no, 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 no. I
2: was at a wedding. It was a long time ago. I was quite young. I was actually working for a photographer in America. And um, she was out shooting at the reception, something, and one of, um, one of the parents, I think it was a groom's father, yeah. came to me and started talking to me. And he had a couple glasses of
1: 40, wine or 40 alcohol 40 of some, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so you can tell
2: he wasn't, right. Yeah. So he starts talking about women. And, you know, I'm, I'm a woman hmm. sitting there, or a woman sitting there next to him. And he's like, I don't know how the conversation ends up going to him saying that a woman... i like, I don't know if I should say it.
0: <laughs> um, Have a go. <coughs> right, a woman... Strap yourselves in, everyone.
2: Yeah, so we... we uh, yeah, I don't know how we end up there. So he looks at me in my eyes. He looks into my eyes and goes, a woman, you know, a woman is not a woman unless she's...
1: Oh my word! Oh my I word! I know,
2: but he doesn't stop there. No way. He looks at me and after
0: having said that,
2: yeah, oh. he looks at me and goes, "Go ask your mom; she'll tell you." What?
1: Oh, I know. oh my word!
2: So yeah. at that point, I mean, that stuck is ingrained into my brain. Yeah. And that
0: mm. What did you say?
2: I I I I was young. I didn't. But there's
0: a serious nature to this because we were talking about how to deal with drunk guests a couple of weeks ago on the yeah. podcast. Yeah.
2: I think at that point his wife it, came and right. kind of got the gist of what he was saying and said, his, "Okay, let's go and move his poor on.
0: wife, yeah, yeah,
2: his poor wife." Do right? do
0: guests take more? Um, uh, don't take this the wrong way, uh, but do guests take more liberties with female photographers than they would dare with male photographers? Do you think? Am I am I asking a very awkward question there? No, mm-hmm. I think it's a valid question.
2: Um I don't know cuz I'm not a male photographer.
0: Yeah, we don't know cuz we're not female yeah. photographers. No. So. no, but we sort of get this idea of what people might say to men and women. I d- I don't know. Am I
2: It has happened to me a lot. For example, when I brought my husband to help me mm-hmm. at weddings mm-hmm. where guests will be talking to him
1: uh, and assuming that uh, assuming, assuming that he's, he's the lead photographer. photographer. Yeah. Mm, yeah.
2: That has happened quite often. That's
1: I hear so that a lot. I hear that a lot. Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Um but yes, they do. Um, but I think you get the same things with, like, hey, photographer, yeah, come, yeah, thing, come over, yeah, stuff like that. I guess you get that.
1: Or you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or you, you yeah. Where's the <laughs> loo? Oh, God. Right. <laughs> or, yeah,
2: you, but you do. You do get a lot of yeah. um, weird comments. Okay. And you don't really, I don't, I don't know, I never really know what to do because I don't want to get... <laughs> You don't want to get um, confrontational. No, no, no. no. So
0: somehow go laugh off even the most daft things. But just go home and delete all of his pictures. Yeah. (laughs) Or 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 edit warts onto his forehead.
2: (laughs) There you go. That's option B. Never thought (laughs) about it. Option B, always a fun
0: option. Okay, let's go for another one.
2: All right. So how um, let's talk about weddings still. How much do you think your personality is affect the way you shoot?
1: That's a good question. Yeah, because you used to be really funny, Neil, didn't you, when I first used to be? Thanks. <laughs> I've run out of all my wedding jokes now. used them all.
0: Um, I think personality is really important because have you ever heard that expression, the camera looks both ways? Uh, it's a lovely yeah. expression. Ah, I, haven't. Um, I know Jim Mortram was funny enough talking about the camera looking out mm. and, and you being the, you know. You're you're well, so the, the you're, you're, the, you're the conductor, but actually the camera looks both ways because it's mm-hmm. looking at the person you're photographing, and and because of the way you photograph, right. is it not looking at you as well? It's representing your and, 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 and what you yeah, find your spirit, yeah, what you yeah, find yeah, about things. Like yeah. I find myself I'm a I'm a bit of a soppy old sod. I really am. Mm-hmm. I mean, I cry at movies really easily. Uh, music makes me cry, <laughs> um, but it does. If there's certain music, <clears throat> now what was I listening to the other day? Ed Sheeran. yeah listen back to the past episode of that reference i was listening to the new formula one theme my eldest son's really into f1 okay and they had on youtube they had the orchestra playing that theme it just had me so in thought there was something about the tonality of that music that made me feel a bit weepy and i thought ah, is it the same tune? Just a new. No, it's not the. There's nothing to do with that. Because that, that's a the, very that famous Mac, sort of very. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a a, a new it's a, a new, new. It's an it's a very much more anthemic. Hmm. So I find with photography, I find that yeah, that's my character, and I think I shoot better. Um, if there's a sad story, I know that sounds terrible, but if there's something that's affecting me emotionally, I don't have to be sad, sad. If there's you know, a, a, great, a great example, um, this does go back quite a few years, but there was um, a, a bride whose father the day before the wedding says to her, darling, I know I'm doing a reading for you tomorrow, but I'm not going to do the one that you've given me. And, you know, imagine most brides would say, whoa, uh, back up there, Dad. No, don't go changing plans. He said, no, you're, gonna, you're really going to have to trust me on this one. And she said, all right, okay. In the ceremony, and it's a civil ceremony, so I'm quite close, closer than you would be maybe in a church. Yeah. And I'm behind Dad, and he starts to read his reading. Now, I don't know about you, Kev, <laughs> and maybe Raleigh the same, um, but I think if you do enough weddings, sooner or later you think, I recognise this reading from the first couple of words. It's mm-hmm. going to be House at Pooh Corner or mm-hmm. Captain Corelli or whatever it's going to be. And you think, I know this one, they're all lovely readings. Mm-hmm. In fact, we had Captain Corelli at our house. Mm-hmm. So, and, um, but I didn't recognise this. I thought, what are these words? And um, it was, it, I think roughly at the same moment, I, rec- I recognised what was going on as she did. Because she brought her hand up to her, to her mouth and she was like, oh my God. It was like a collective intake of breath Hmm. in this whole congregation, if I can call it that. Mm -hmm. More intakes of breath than you would have if you went to, um, uh, uh, you know, your mechanic and he was trying to tell you how much this car was going to cost (laughs) you to fix. It was... (gasps) And and what was going on was that he was reading her an open letter that he had written to her on the day that she was born. And for me, that was... uh, I was flawed.
1: Yeah, I definitely think that's why I I kind of lean towards the documentary stuff, because I like to... I'm people-curious. That's my personality. I'm people-curious. You know, in life, as well as weddings, I like to watch and observe and think and stuff. I think that's that's my kind of thing. Um, I mean, Gemma would describe me as a miserable, (laughs) you know, terrible... Person, you her. two are so you know. funny together. Um, I mean, I remember the first time I ever said to her I was going to be a photographer, and she was like, <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, well, I mean, you only have 35 smiles a month, wasn't it? Yeah, wasn't the target, yeah, it's late in the month now, yeah. i have used them all up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely agree with you though, personality wise. I, I, you know what, I think that, um, if somebody had said to me when I was 15. That you're going to spend your time at other people's, okay, just with strangers most Saturdays, um, you know, doing this thing. I I was such a meek, timid person. And then what happened to me personality-wise was when I started playing rugby and I became captain of a rugby team, Mm. I had to change personality-wise. You just had to stand up. You had to be counted. You had to... Uh, you had to lead, you had to lead people that 's why rugby 's such a great game though it's I think that 's different to football so good yeah. for yeah. Um, uh, you know your personality mm. you know your your leadership skills and um, just general um, interaction with people, other people, both your team and the opposition team and after I always think of rugby as the sort of the field the field version of a martial art where you find yourself. Uh, yeah. well, it might be me just
0: being a bit romantic about rugby.
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's well, it's it's great, but but you know that that, that happened to me. on I I actually remember that happening, thinking after a couple of years of being captain of that rugby team, thinking I'm a completely different person. I have far more confidence, far more capability to do stuff than ever before. And had it not been for me having that period of my life when I was kind of mid twenties or so. Uh, I would never be a wedding photographer. I would never like go with strangers or whatever. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Gemma said to me on my fortieth birthday, "What do you want? What do you want for your birthday?" And I said, "I never want to meet any new people. And ever again. <laughs> I've met all the people I want to meet, but I am very much one yeah. of those people. I, I would be very happy." Um, you know, kind of contemplating. I think I'd make a good monk on a hill.
0: Do you think documentary photographers, whether they're wedding photographers or whatever, are actually people that are so, so comfortable in their own company that, that they they... Do you not think... Raleigh doesn't I'm agree. I'm no? not
2: always comfortable in my no. own company. Okay. I, we were actually talking this morning on the drive here that I can't... Because I'm, I'm an extrovert. Oh, I used to be an mm-hmm. extrovert. Let's put it that way. I don't know if that changes ever, but I'm going through a period of time where I don't feel like an extrovert okay. anymore. Um, but I used to be extreme, to the extreme. Um, and I didn't like to be alone oh. for long periods of time. And um, now... So maybe you are right, because now that I've changed, I don't feel like I need to be in the company of other people anymore. Mm. I feel like I need quiet and peace. It might have to do with having kids, five kids at home. But, um, <laughs>
0: Perhaps, yeah. You
2: know. Uh, so yeah, But I, I still have that. The reason why I'm switching more towards documentaries is because of that curiosity of, yeah. like, yeah. L- liking... To, I like to observe other people and... Um, in a natural environment not trying to create
1: mm.
2: you know a fake moment mm. or mm. stuff mm. like that mm. it's yeah. kind of trying to capture what but i'm still not introverted and i'm not always comfortable with just being on my own Enough. i'm still mm, yeah
1: would you uh, would you describe yourself as an introvert um no i don't think so no would you describe me as an introvert uh
0: Probably more so than, yeah, more so than Gemma. Yeah, yeah. Gemma. (laughs) don't know, because actually you're very gregarious, you're very outgoing, and actually you can walk into a room and hold court. I don't know if you've noticed this, but you do. You walk into a room and hold court, and I'll be like, I don't know if I've got anything to add to this conversation at all. (laughs) And you're very good at doing that. You're very good at meeting people and
1: making people feel comfortable. So in that respect, no, you can't be. Can you? No. I don't know. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah, because wasn't it um, Sean that said that he, on his podcast interview, said that he... He uh and being an extrovert is different to being arrogant and being yes, an introvert. He is, yes, he did, yes, he did. He said that the same as losing yeah, confidence. you're right. He said that in one of his YouTube films.
0: Oh, I wish I could remember what he said because he he nailed that one,
1: didn't he? Yeah. yeah he he did. said it was on the Breathe Pictures podcast as well. He said being an introvert is not the same as not having confidence. You can be a confident introvert. Yes. And you can you yes. don't have to be an arrogant extrovert. Mm. Which is very interesting, I thought. Mm. You know. Um So to answer your question, really, (laughs) I I think that actually personality wise, weddings has um, changed me slightly to a certain extent, definitely um, in terms of my uh, curious nature, but not necessarily in terms of my general being. Here's an interesting question I'd like those listening to this
0: podcast to answer, actually, because I think, Raleigh, you've 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 really brought up a great subject uh. here. How do you think um, – it doesn't just have to be weddings. I know sometimes we, we may seem like we're wedding-centric here. It's because that's what we photograph most, but we're interested in, in all kinds of stuff. Um, email us. Let us know, how has photography changed you? I think that's a really – I'd love to know how photography has changed listeners to this podcast, for
1: the good and sometimes the other way mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And it's really interesting. It's a really interesting topic. You're right. Has it changed you, Raleigh?
2: Um, actually, quite drastically in the last four years. Because once, um, once my son uh, ended up having all those problems and yeah. I had to step back a bit and then I had some problems and I had to step back from weddings completely. Yeah. Um, You get that moment where like, uh, what do I do with my life now? Mm, yeah. I've been doing weddings most of... I've done portraits too, but it was always a side type of thing and families it was always a side and it was very lifestyle type of thing so I went through that period of time where you kind of go through and ask why am I doing this like why okay I can't do weddings what do I do now Mm -hmm. and that combined through going um, through my family photos for the past I don't know however many years because I would be sitting in front of the computer and just go try to find photos Mm -hmm. and I realized that my lifestyle way of photographing other families I kind of also have done it to my kids and I was looking for pictures of me with them or them yep. just doing stuff together being the crazy kids that I know that they are and all I've had were like nicely curated portraits of them or like you know and um, that kind of shocked me yeah. because I'm a photographer I should have known better mm. um, and I think that actually has changed a lot Um Having time, because as a photographer, I don't know how often you go through your family photos, but as a photographer, I didn't. It was it was all so I don't know, so much running around and so much you get really busy that you don't stop to look back. Yeah, and when I did that, I got. I got a bit shocked and actually teary at some point, realizing that I don't have those memories of my kids, yeah, yeah. of just being kids or just me being with them, just being a mom, mm. not a photographer, or, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, just playing games or doing stuff like that. So that changed a lot my perspective in terms, even in terms of um, family photography, which is why now when I photograph families, I, I go, um, I have a more documentary approach, and I only do like... 15, 20, half an hour
0: Mm. of Mm -hmm.
2: portraits if they really want them. But Mm. I... um, The
0: rest of it's very documentary. Yeah, it's very...
2: Yeah, yeah, very documentary approach. And I think it's a huge impact on families. I'd
1: say. Yeah, it's a very good point. Next question.
2: Uh, I'm going to ask you about business now. Mm. So if you had to pick two aspects of your photography business, because it's not just about shooting, it would be nice if it would be. Um, Yeah, that's true. Oh, so two aspects, they, one that you could do without and one that you love, which ones they are. So right. you can we're talking marketing, shooting, admin, cooling, editing, I don't know. Two aspects, one,
1: one that you could do with, one without. that you could do without. One that you don't like, one
2: that you yeah, do like. Yeah. one you hate, one you love. I
0: wonder whether yours, Kev, let, let's, let's back this to you, I wonder whether the ones you, you wouldn't want is social media. You mentioned something but last. That's
2: marketing, l- though. Sorry.
0: Yeah,
1: it's marketing. But you mentioned something last week about social media. Yeah, and and not not being on. Uh, you know what? It's really funny because again, we're going to deviate a little bit here. But after the last, I think it was two weeks ago, of the show when I was driving back in the car and I was thinking, actually, you know what? I probably shouldn't have said that because social media is, uh, and the question was about. Uh, what would you like to – if somebody had said something to you at the beginning of your career, what would you like them to have said? And my answer was I would like them to have said don't get involved in social media, something (laughs) along those lines. Um, And actually, social media is a double-edged sword, definitely, because I love Instagram and I love being social, contrary to what I just said about (laughs) not wanting to meet new people. But the fact is a a vast majority of other people – don't use social media in the same way that I would like them to use it. It's aggressive marketing rather than social. People forget the word social in social media. Well, you've always said this, so remember the social in social media. Yeah, and so that kind of, you know, spoils my fun, my enjoyment of it a little bit. Um, However, I wouldn't put that down as the thing I I dislike the most. Um, I think for me, the thing I would, the thing, you know, it's it's editing. I don't like it. I don't like editing. Right. You know, I don't. The thought of editing to me is a little bit like sleeping. It's like if you didn't have to sleep, you'd have so much more time in your life. Mm. And editing's the same. If I didn't have to edit, you know, even though you try your best to keep it down as little as possible, uh, you know, you you know, you just and by editing I mean kind of selections, editing albums, you yeah, know, all of yeah, that stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could do without that. Although I know understand fully, it's Part of it, you know, um, the things I love. I actually like the. Um, I like generally. I like the marketing elements of things. I like blog. My blog. I like writing on my blog and and all of that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I so you know I like that. I like you know I I like. Do you know, do you know the thing I like a lot about weddings? Driving in my car. i like it when i have a good two three four i mean i've done an 11 hour drive back from the north of scotland after a wedding i always drive back after a wedding yeah that is crazy unless i'm abroad in which case i have to fly but i always drive back after a wedding in the uk and i love it i get to the end of the wedding i get in the car i stick my podcast on or i stick my um audio book on yeah and it's just me and, and the, the car and the open the road. open road yeah me and, and my kia me and my kia sportage <laughs> And now I can open the sunroof. And yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, well uh, at no. twelve o'clock at night? It's a bit, a bit yeah. dark, isn't it? Oh, got a sunroof. Must use it. Yeah, yeah. Sure so, so uh, yeah. I, but I love that. I absolutely love sitting in my car. And Gemma, when Gemma and the kids are in the car, I just go into total silence. Yeah. And she's like, "Why don't you ever say anything in the car?" I'm like, "This is when I do my thinking." <laughs> she's like, "Why can't you think when you're in the toilet like everybody else?" Like, no, that's that's where most men think, isn't I, it? I've really? even got a little it's notebook, you know, shower, like, yeah, in the
2: toilet or in the car.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're <Yeah>, both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, I, like that. I love that. I love the driving bit.
0: Editing for me, same as that, that one thing you think, oh, uh,
1: do so you know?
2: So, sorry, when you say editing, what do you mean? Do you mean the cooling, the processing, the everything? So You've mentioned th- albums too in yeah. there.
1: All of it, you know, yeah. I like the clicking of the camera and then yeah. writing a blog post about the pictures. If everything in between... C- could be and you know this is why i try you need a retoucher i i yeah perhaps but this is why i try and shoot as little as possible even though we all overshoot you know i i could not not that there's anything wrong with the people that shoot this way yeah. but i could not uh be one of those people that shoots like 15000 pictures at a wedding because just I would be depressed in my lovely drive home that night. I would just be depressed thinking about the numbers of pictures.
0: Rather, isn't it an American thing? Um, this this um, extreme. I'm not going to call it overshooting because that would be rude. No, no, no it's but, just but, the way but, people do things. Yeah, it's, it's just the way people do. But there's definitely a difference, in, isn't there, in America? For our American cousins listening now to the podcast, um, I think that the 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 sheer shot count of American photographers seems to be quite quite high. Is that is that yeah. something that? Yeah, it's something I read a lot about when I'm. When I'm reading, right, um, and multiple shooters. As yeah, well and multiple shooters shooting sort of four, five, six thousand frames a day and stuff.
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I always thought you had to do more of your confidence in your shooting more than so maybe.
0: So I whether you know. yeah whether you're bursting a lot.
2: It also depends on your subject too, because mm. I think it's very different. Like at a wedding, um, I over- I still overshoot. But um, compared to doing a family, I tend to overshoot more of a f- at a family session than oh, I would yeah. at a wedding.
1: Yeah. Because the
2: all the, yeah, all the mm. action things happening. Mm. Especially if you do it in a documentary style. Oh. You kind of, um, yeah.
1: I think it was Joe Busing who said that because he has like four or five shooters, that's it, yeah. Uh, all in different places, that's right, yeah, mm-hmm. all over the place. Uh, you know, and like Joe's pictures are beautiful, they are. Uh, you know, when he shoots digital, this is not in his film shooting. Um, but I think he, you know, in one of his um lectures, he said that he, you know, he they they go away with like 50,000 pictures between them.
2: <laughs> 50,000, yeah. <laughs> 30,
1: I'd even begin a cull. But and what,
2: it gives them 400? There,
1: yeah. oh, I don't know how many it yeah. gives them. I mean, 400 amazing pictures, in fairness. But, yeah. I, you know, there are people in this country uh, and and who are, and again, I'm being conscious about not making it sound negative. It's just I could not face it. But there are people that I know, we know, um, who, who uh, will shoot 20,000 pictures at yeah, a wedding. Easily. Um, and that's just their style, and that's 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 it. That's fine. That's absolutely that's fine. True. Might as well but, make make video. It, well, the, the, what, it's the, the thought of going through all of those and then editing. And I mean, to me, that I'd be thinking that's like three weeks solid work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, when I I have my in my little database, I have my profit per hour that pings out at the end, and I take into account how much time I've spent on every job, every wedding.
2: Yeah. And I don't think too many people do that. Though. I
1: have. They, 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 I I tell you you'd be really surprised because I I am convinced that probably 80% of the wedding photographers in the UK earn less than minimum wage. Oh I I'm on I agree an with hourly you. Rate. I would I, I would go to 90. So, yeah. Wow. I'm convinced I think, of it. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be better that off. that was
2: one of the shocks this um I think I talked to you about that too mm. when um that, that was one of the shocks this past year when I finally decided okay I'm I'm going back into weddings. I won't do as many as I used to do. I only want to do about 10 um 10, 12 a year. But looking at the market and seeing the pricing, I was shocked. I yeah. was absolutely shocked. I know I'm I know I come, I know I come from an American background and I know prices will never be American prices, I guess. Um but I also worked in Romania and and right now the majority of UK photographers earn as much as a Romanian photographer does, which is
1: mm-hmm.
2: crazy if you think about it.
1: Yeah, when you compare the cultures and, the, not the cultures, but the... The, the, uh,
0: the
2: salaries. The salaries the income, and the, the
1: yeah. financial... Uh, the
0: sort of fisc- fisc- Economics fiscal of it. Yeah, the economics of the country. Yeah,
2: I mean, there, are, there don't get me wrong, there's a gigantic amount of chief photographers in Romania too, but uh-huh. a good photographer in Romania should not make as much as a photographer. I, and not that it shouldn't, that came out the wrong way. Uh-huh. But do you know what I mean? Like, UK has a better economy at this point. Uh. You should... um, Photography should be... I think, as a photographer, you should be able to make more than minimum wage.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. And 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 the fact is, it you know when it comes down to that 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 kind of conversation about minimum wage and stuff, it does come down to time yeah. as well. Because, you know, you get paid by the hour if you're if you're being brutal about stuff. And if you spend, you know, if let's just say it's two thousand pounds, or let's just round it down to a thousand to make it easier, you you know, is it, you 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 earn a thousand pound in twelve hours, or you earn a thousand pound in twenty five hours? It's better to earn a thousand pounds in 12 hours simple as that and it means your profit ratio your bottom line is higher it's common sense yet you know I speak to so literally so many photographers who when I sit down and I analyze with them how much time they spend on every wedding it's they would be better off per hour working in McDonald's mm. and and when we spit out the numbers at the end of the analysis they kind of sit back and go Phew, and and actually, they resigned to it. They knew. They know the answer. They know that that's the case. Uh, yeah. And you can't. I just. I just. You know. It, it's business. And of course, we're we're not limited by. You know. You have a certain amount, and it's it's good to earn your thousand pounds and what have you. But at the end of the day, you know. Think about the business side of things. And if shooting twenty thousand images is going to add an extra week to your workload doesn't make sense to me you know it just doesn't and again i have to caveat that with that's just me i'm sure that the people that do do this have systems in place they perhaps offload their editing or need to you know and that's fine so they're, you know they're taking that they're making a business decision Mm -hmm. based on that um but there are a lot that don't let's go for another one yeah quick
2: another one quick okay all right no no no, no, quick
1: because we'll get ourselves in trouble otherwise (laughs) (laughs) all right
2: right. so i know kevin that you've started doing day in the life sessions and things like that i don't
0: I haven't done many. You haven't done many,
2: but you're intrigued by them.
0: Yeah, I do a few, but not many.
2: What has made you decide to go that way? And how do you see them compared to weddings? Because they're full days, too.
1: Yeah. um, Well, and actually, I don't do that many of them either. I mean, I do perhaps do a little bit more than you, but not that many. Um, And I I like them because they are still documentary. It's still being people curious but it's in another dimension it's just not a wedding wedding to a certain extent is in a a, you know it's it's shooting fish in a barrel isn't it it's it's in a confined space it's going to a certain amount of things are going to happen in a certain period in a certain order whereas uh when you're when you're doing day in the life stuff i i did one a couple of years ago and they they said um we want you to be there it was a first birthday party for a little boy we want you to be there when he wakes up I was like, okay. What time does he wake up? About five, <laughs> which is fine. I can deal with that. It was in central London, um, so I got there and I said, so will you? You know wh- what? What you going to do? Just bring him downstairs. No, no, no. We want you to be at the end of the bed when he wakes up, so you can capture him opening his eyes on his first birthday. Oh my word! I was like, you know what? If, even when Gemma sees me at the end of the bed it terrifies her I think your little boy is going to absolutely freak <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know <laughs> this, this kind of uh, at least tell me
2: you've done it uh, did it yeah what uh, happened he cried <laughs> <laughs> that's it
1: I must have looked like some weird cyclops at the end of his bed in his worst nightmare because I had the camera to my eye his mum and dad were stood next to me um, but but you know and, and
2: How that, long was that was it
1: how old was the baby? Yeah. One. It was his oh, first birthday. Okay. Good okay. picture. First baby, good good picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Well. but you know, it, it's interesting what people want, I suppose. Mm. But the the day in the life stuff, uh, and again, I I have my own. Um, uh, problems in building that part of the business I love it and I really want to do more But a majority of people want them On the weekend And Generally I'm shooting weddings mm-hmm. Or they want them in the school holidays And generally I'm on holiday with the kids And actually Because I'm a Middle aged man you yeah, know, it's, a bit hard, isn't it? it's you know inviting a strange middle-aged man into your house is is not really top of the list for a lot of people.
0: I was going to ask you that because mm. I would love to do more, but it feels um, I'm going to use the wrong word, but I'm just going to use the first word that's coming to
1: mind here: inappropriate. Mm, I don't think it's inappropriate, but I understand. What I knew that would be the wrong word. Yeah. 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 It's not inappropriate, but it, it's uncomfortable. Perhaps
0: it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The same way, by the way, at weddings, when I feel uncomfortable when somebody will say, "Look at the kids over there running off through the meadows, go and chase them." I'm thinking, I don't want to do that. No. <laughs> yeah, but you what? know, part of me says I want to do that, but the other part is saying I can't do
1: that. <laughs> no, but but this is this is because society has has told us that you know society and the, and the social media has over the last five six years especially has told us that you know men males are you know you know it's there's like that overall kind of cloud of of worry about us doing that kind of thing or you doing that kind of thing mm. in your mind um are totally unfounded you know totally unfounded um but it's interesting because Ralu, you know you're you're a female obviously and yet you know the the, the absolute fact of the matter is there are not that many female photographers uh you know they certainly that kind of put their head above the parapet and you know uh, I've been I've been trying to get the X wedding thing off the off the ground this this week and you know female photographers that are you know are willing to stand up and and, and do a talk and everything are, are few and far between and that's not a you know that's that's not it's just the numbers i mean if yeah, i look yeah. at the the percentage on my youtube channel of male viewers versus female viewers it's 99 percent male literally 99 hmm. percent male yeah. that's interesting. um and you know that's i mean that doesn't include people who watch when they're not logged on to youtube so you know it's it's probably not accurate. Yeah. but 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 that's what it is and 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 that's a bad thing you know that's it shouldn't be like that it sh- there should be no reason why those figures are like that um and perhaps you know the fact that you you know you mentioned rather your struggles with when your your child was ill and and you know that the, the 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 general consensus that mum looks after the kids generally in life um is you, you know that's that's just not how it is or how it should be, mm. but perhaps how it the dice roll that way generally really? you know do you think you're helped with your day in
0: the life stuff because being a female photographer is easier for that kind of work
2: i think that's the one when it comes to families i think women do have a bit of an um upper hand there because i think yeah. people are more likely to trust a woman to come into your family and yeah. chill with you for a little by uh, a little while
1: yeah
2: it's a lot easier to accept that than a man i think and yeah. i think you're you're right. As lot. I
1: would too. If I was, if yeah. I was, you know, if I wanted a, a day in the life family photographer to come to my house, I would never have you, Neil.
0: No, well, I was about to say, terrified. No, you will have me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd have Ralu. Poor
1: yeah. bloke with a with a grey beard or Ralu. I, you know, um, who's going to look less threatening to the kids? You think about your kids all the time, and you you, you would always protect your kids. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, And, yeah. yeah. and they you know, that's that's just the world we live in. And so, but uh, you know, I think Ralu just said it. That it's it's a it's a a string in the bow of female photographers in that yeah, way. I think um, so for the family day in the life stuff.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think, yeah. and I think if you look at it um, statistically, you probably that's where you will find most of your female photographers mm. would be. Um, yeah. like that would probably be the only part of mm-hmm. photography mm. um, where female photographers will be a higher number than male. Yeah,
1: percentage wise. Unfortunately, the, the photographer I did want to get, um, Cara Mu, who is the Glass narrator. Um, ah, her work is amazing. It is, is yeah, absolutely amazing. Be, um, yeah. Yeah. But unfortunately, she can't make it. Um, otherwise, she would have been she there. Be there yeah. yeah. yeah um so yeah okay That's let's go for another one
2: There i think they're a bit like two different kinds of shooters when it comes to documentary the one that kind of sits and waits for the moment like you almost see the shot in your head yep. you see the light you and you wait for somebody to walk into it and you you hunt you, you basically hunt that shot mm. at the expense of other stuff going around or you're the kind of photographer that moves around to You constantly observe and move around from one scene to the other to um, shoot. Which kind do you think you are?
0: I'm definitely more reactive. I walk around a lot, lot more. I'm not a patient photographer. And I look at some photographers and I think, oh, you had to have real, you know, honest to God patience to have have captured that particular picture. I think that's a real skill of of some documentary photographers to think. I know it's going to happen. And street photographers do this a lot, don't they? Mm-hmm. They wait and wait and wait for the perfect character, perfect person, perfect moment, perfect motion to all collide within one frame. Uh, and it seems to me that that some people wait for a long time
1: for that to happen. Uh, yeah, I think in street photography, definitely. It's, it's a far more patient game. I don't know whether I'm a bit of both. (laughs) I don't know. I do like to watch. I mean, I I like to. I like to try and frame up stuff and everything. Um, I think if I had to pick one, I'd probably say it was more reactionary as well. Mm. You know, I definitely kind of uh you know, chase them chase the moments at weddings. But I do always you know, I've got a much greater understanding there of light than ever before. Mm. And, you know, I used to see light as an enemy, but now I see it as a you know as a as a good thing and I work with it rather than against it. So that's usually with the fundamental thing that I'm looking at instantly is the light in the room, where it's coming from or outside or whatever and that will often drive where I position myself or what I'm looking for.
0: How do you both work without that light, when well, you say you work with the light, but sometimes, you know, you, you both know that you walk into a room mm. and you think, oh, this is mid-gray. You know, there's no light there, there's no light there, but all
1: the action is happening there. How do you deal with that? Well, then it just does become about the moment. That's it, you know, for me. I don't know about you, mm. Roland. You, know?
2: you, you concentrate on the moment, the emotion, the action, mm. the, and yeah, you you um sacrifice the quality of the yeah. image for the moment because you have to especially yeah. at a wedding you have to when you do families it's a bit different because you can um you could, if you walk away and you go into a different room yeah sometimes they would follow you so you could yeah. you have a little bit of a control over that you don't always want to do that because if they prefer to play in that room you do and photograph them in that room mm. yeah because that's part of what the family does but um you could a little bit more than you would i think in a wedding Mm.
1: because
2: you can't really walk away in a wedding you have to
1: Mm. use the
2: light you have there because nobody's going to follow you no (laughs) but at home the kids will follow you and the action will move to a different room i
0: suppose it could be said that you're you're um, a straight photojournalism you're beginning to you're affecting um the the scenario far more when you walk into a, a day in the life shoot than you ever would with a wedding wouldn't you
1: yeah, I think by so. virtue of the fact the amount of people there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, weddings by their just by their nature are are contrived events.
0: Yeah, Charles, you know? uh, my friend Charles, um, uh, I often mention on the podcast. I know um, who was um, uh, an army photographer and conflict and and so on and so forth. He he often talked about um, the fact that um, you know that there's there's no crime to affecting a situation, mm. and that uh, often. Often that's the best way to to uh, to to engage. Don't don't be worried about engaging with people. Hmm. I know that's not what this question was about, but um, but sometimes people people uh, flee from engaging because you think well, I'm going to change it somehow. I'm going to affect this, and so therefore I mustn't do it. Um, he was a big advocate for engaging
1: <coughs> with people. Yeah, I think it's different when you're doing documentary storytelling in terms of well, war. Uh, I suppose. Well, yeah, but like you know it talking to the people affected by it rather than photographing a conflict yeah you can't affect that you oh god you know no, that's of course what i mean no. but when you're yeah. you know when you're you're chatting and you're talking to somebody to make a photo essay about it then yeah i mean yeah. that makes that makes a lot of sense i think
2: it's better to do it than to avoid doing it yeah like i find that when i when i do families it's better to engage with the children and with the family than to avoid it and try to be a fly on the wall, because they become yeah. more natural yeah. if you start becoming part of their little group, basically. You're part they, of
0: the play. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Not, not necessarily, not always part of the play, but if if they become more... I mean, it's weird to have somebody in the room with you and not chat with you uh, compared to have somebody yeah. in the room who has a conversation with you and takes photos at the same time. You're yeah. more natural. Yeah,
1: and, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... I agree with
0: that. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. Okay, well, we're motoring through these, and the nice thing is these have become sort of mini debates as as we go along. I think we've got time for another couple.
2: If you, because you both Fuji, obviously, <laughs> walk me through the way you have your buttons set up on your camera. Ah,
0: oh, this is definitely a question for Kev. He oh, is, come
2: on, you use Fuji too?
0: Yeah, I know, but I I I, I just do what Kev does. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's
2: all do what Kev does. Kev, what do you do?
1: Hashtag um, be like Kev. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I use um, back button focusing all the time, so AFL on the back of the camera mm. is my um, button, or on the X100 I use the rear command dial as AFL okay. because the uh, the AFL AEL button on the X100 is, is in a, a wrong place for my little stubby fingers. Okay. Um, I use the front command um, button function button for for telemetry uh, sorry for shutter. So electronic mechanical shutter on the front. The on little it, one. The little. The little one. Button, that, the yeah. one that looks like the lens release. Yes, yes, yes. That's one. That one is for my mechanical electronic shutter on both XT3 and X Pro mm. Um The rest of the actual function buttons I disable. I have them set to nothing. So Ooh. yeah. Interesting. I don't have them on. Right. Um they're the only two things. With the exception on the X Pro camera and the X one hundred, I have photometry, metering in yeah. the real world yeah, yeah. set to the top function button on the top plate. Of course the X T three too, the metering is a is a collar, is a yeah, dial. You've got a so for that, you, you yeah. can't you can't actually change it. Um other than that everything else is off. Yeah, I don't use the other buttons. Yeah, I'm similar but but slightly different. Um
0: I mean I, the the front button, yeah, I use that for electronic me- mechanical uh. Uh-huh. Shutter, That's really good uh. place to have it. I work a lot in uh, aperture priority, so exposure compensation. I set that um, collar on the top yep. to see, and exposure compensation off the, off the front wheel. Off the dial. Love yeah. that, yeah. yeah. I, I thought when I changed from Canon, I still love um, Canon cameras. And I still love the, the way that they're ergonomically laid out. I think they're amazing. Uh. And I always love with the five ds I, I i obviously the, the the exposure compensation wheel on the back, and I thought it would be really difficult um to to come away from moving your thumb around a rotary dial uh, exposure compensation to using your your uh, i suppose your uh, your index finger or, uh-huh. on the front to to wheel around the um, um one of the wheels for exposure compensation on the front of the camera, uh-huh. but I've found that 's been really really quick and and very intuitive. Yeah, I think like
1: ge- generally the, you know, like the designers, the Fujifilm designers, you know, aimed for a very uh, retro-looking but ergonomic camera. Yeah. So it's meant to be something that you can control easily without taking the camera away from your eye. That's that's mm-hmm. the thing. Uh, I never felt that when I shot Canon. I always had Do to look know? at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really? yeah. But that's just me. That's I mean I've been shooting mirrorless now for you know the best part nine years. W- what or did so, you so. shoot before, Ronnie? Canon. It was Canon. Five Ds.
2: Uh, five Ds. Yeah. 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 Started with a... Gosh, I think I started with a 10D. Right. Okay. That was a long time ago.
1: Yeah. Mm. So yeah. do you? What do you? What do you do with your Fujifilm cameras? Buttons wise, do you have any?
2: Well, I'm new to Fujifilm. I haven't. Um, compared to you, I use the back dial for shutter speed, yeah. so I don't have to use the. Yeah. Um, wheel um, and then I have the electric, shu- uh, the electric shutter and manual uh, on one of the other bu- buttons mm-hmm. around the menu
1: mm-hmm.
2: and the other the I have the face recognition. but I don't know why because I never use that isn't that funny I have it there just because I feel like I should have it there I've never used i no I'm sorry I've used it once and I've taken a picture of my kids playing outside in the mud they happened to and was be, it successful they happened to be completely undressed and I took a picture of my daughter's behind and it said at the bottom detected face
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when I kind of turned it off completely
2: but I have a I have a picture on my phone of the back of the camera because I thought that was hysterical
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is very funny yeah very funny all right but, but I don't I don't use face detection either so I don't have it on no. although I might try it a bit more now with the new XT3 update
2: because you can recognize their face yeah so you, can, you can say their face yeah yeah, just, yeah you
1: can yeah yeah, yeah. I, it, I like that idea it takes a lot for me to change the way I do something and that would be a substantial change for yeah, me so yeah. but 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 i will investigate it yeah. and if it, if if i can get it to do what i need it to i'll do it
2: i don't i the, the thing about face recognition and it's good on the fuji is that i don't like that bit that especially when you shoot more than one subject mm. and i do with kids is switches to randomly and not randomly has obviously an algorithm and chooses yeah, yeah. the one closer to the lens or something like that and i didn't like that because that's not always yeah. the one i want to yeah. focus especially oh. when you do layering
1: yeah and now on the the latest do you you have xt3 or yeah so on the latest firmware update last week was it i think or the week before two weeks yeah uh, for those listening in <laughs> 2026 <laughs> this is we're now in 2019 yeah. in april or you with your direct <laughs> with, with your XT fifty four, there is a firmware update released just recently which allows you to select the face. You can now, yeah. Um, you can select the yeah, face.
2: This seems like a lot of work. I oh, know yeah. you can do that. No, with I, other I, totally I, I totally
1: get let it. I totally let the camera take the strain. Yeah, let the camera take the strain. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Strain. yeah. 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 Okay, right. Um, let's let's have one more question.
2: All right, so I'm going to go back then if it's the last question because yeah. you said there are not a lot of female photographers in. Um, you were talking about wedding industry speakers and stuff
1: yeah, not so much people not not so much wedding photographers as such, but you know finding people who are on the speaker circuit and and are happy to do that kind of thing that was my challenge this week you know um <laughs> why and, do you, think you know,
2: that happened? why do you think that is
1: I don't know percentage wise there's a, there's less of them um and you know I don't know I I really don't know Uh, you know I had the same challenges last year really although we you know we had two great speakers female speakers last year and you know it's just if I said to Neil right now right go and you know find me five photographers speakers you know without giving any kind of guidance or direction it would be easier to find male ones why that is I don't know but it would be Mm -hmm. Why, why do you think it is
2: um I don't know. I'm I'm a woman, and for me, has uh, running a full-time photography business alongside having kids has been a challenge at times. So I think a lot of... I don't know if you've noticed, but a lot of the female photographers that I've been following or that I follow, they tend to have children really late in life hmm, or way after their business has taken off. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think... I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe, maybe I'm one, not you know, right. Yeah. But that's what that's one thing that I've noticed. That because you can't really, okay. I can't. Uh, I don't want to judge or sound weird here because because I don't know how your families are, how you are in general. But when you're a woman and we're talking about this, you plan a trip or you have to go somewhere. You don't just plan that trip. You don't just plan the talk. You don't just plan... Yeah,
1: yeah, You, yeah. you
2: have to plan everything that you, left, you leave behind at
1: home. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Yeah, absolutely. And
2: it, it's a lot of mind-juggling, so I think you kind of get tired of it. Like, I know after the reason we moved... One of the main reasons we moved to the UK was because I got burned out in Romania. Because I, I was working full-time, and I had three kids at that point, two of which we were homeschooling too. Um and shooting you know 20 hour weddings and <laughs> um, it, it was a crazy market at that point when I moved there it was like photography when I moved to Romania photography was a second thought mm. everybody would go for films mm-hmm. and the videographer would bring a photographer with him mm.
0: that interesting so that was really yeah.
2: and that was really interesting because I because you have to kind of change the mind shift and be like move photography f- forward a bit mm. um, but that, yeah there's a lot of juggling there's a lot of juggling involved like you can't just and i think that's i don't know i think that's the hardest part is that you can't just concentrate on the business or most most women that i've noticed that have gone far is because they've waited to have children which is fine it's totally fine but it takes that juggling out
1: yeah no i I, you know i totally i see that and you know, what you never want to be when it comes to looking for things like speakers and stuff like that, you never want to just select a woman because they're a woman. That's the thing. Yeah, that's there. Yeah. They have to be somebody who is capable, confident, happy to do these things. And the fact, it's a bare fact, there is not many of them that want to do that. And I'm not saying they're not necessarily good photographers, but there are not that many people who you know who are there and shoot fuji film you yeah. know and talk about kind of narrowing the parameters
0: yeah
1: and so uh, niche upon niche yeah niche upon niche and that's just it that's 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 just the way it yeah. is and, and I definitely wouldn't go down the route of just asking a female photographer because they were a female yeah, that, I just yeah. think that's that's wrong and I don't think any female would want that either rado has been Absolute pleasure having you in the studio today.
0: I I actually think if we had Raleigh here every week, um, we'd, we'd the debate would be we'd have we'd be we'd be having the three hour Joe Rogan podcast, wouldn't we? Yeah. Of photography. There you go. Yeah, it was cool. I- I'll I really take that as it. an invitation. To yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see you next next week. See you
2: next week. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's a long way yeah. from Clacton, though. That's the end. that's the <laughs> end. Yeah. have you enjoyed it? Is it? Is it been? It fun? was brilliant. I loved it's, it. Yeah, I might, loved it. I'm Glad you've enjoyed it. It was, it was great. It was, it was
2: great to meet you. I met you. Was well, great, yeah, great to meet you. Yeah. Never mind us.
0: Great to meet you. No, thank you. It's been an absolute privilege having you here, and um, it's yeah. been a real fun episode. I've liked this because what I was what I was a little bit worried about was it might it might become a little bit self indulgent with um, just myself and Kev answering questions but actually i like the fact that it's become a debate and that that's that's that, that's what i wanted ah. it to no, it was, it was, it so was, was great
2: good. yeah yes. thank you for having me
0: thank you pleasure and um well we're not strangers anymore now are we that's a great thing when you meet new photographers suddenly yeah that's great well in that whiskey bar
1: yeah. just
0: don't go to sanjay's one <laughs> no. that we're mentioning <laughs> no the hundred what was it how much do you pay for that whiskey 75 pound 75 pound for a glass of whiskey that was the cheap one that's obscene
1: Mm. Did I it, it taste a good? Camera bag, yeah, pretty well, good. Yeah. Camera Raleigh, Good point. At least
2: half a camera bag. Yeah, yes. camera.
1: yeah. Very good point. That's a good point. Sanjay, you owe me half a camera bag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Raleigh and we'll see you again. I hope. Thank you. Thank you also to those that join in with the uh, the podcast by just being there, listening this week. We had no simpler straps to give away this week. Well, we didn't give it. We did have them. But we didn't give any away because we, it was a special, unique. Um, Edition, But that'll be back on the show next week. Don't forget to go to simpler, dot u s to see the straps in action. Um,
1: Thank you, Kev. Thank you. We'll Uh, do the payoffs. Don't Um, forget your questions. Click at foodcast.co.uk. Send in your questions. Yes, 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 yes. And reviews.
0: Lifeblood of the show. (laughs) Lifeblood of the show. Lifeblood of the show. (laughs) Any chance that Gem has popped up to do your payoff this week? No. I wonder whether it One will be Rose My
2: dad's Instagram is Kevin Mullins Photography. See his films on YouTube at Documentary i. His website is kevinmullinsphotography.co.uk. Or for street workshops, training and everything Fujifilm, go to f16.click.
0: This week, Kev, by the way, uh, I managed to get George the Tortoise to do my payoff. <laughs> there he is. He's very vicious, is George. <laughs> Don't mess with him. Uh, also, um, I think it's Jack's turn, isn't it?
2: My dad's Instagram is Neil James. See his films on YouTube at Neil James Photo. His website is neiljames.com for pictures and one-to-one mentoring. And you can hear his other photography podcast, which is called Breathe Pictures, wherever you get your podcasts.
0: We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.